Have you ever heard the phrase, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20? This is something that is much easier said than done, but it's highly necessary in order for you to stay in your lane, put your head down, and do what you have to do to achieve your goals and dreams. I try to convey inside of the Len Jones Party of Two podcast that individuals who have achieved amazing lifestyles are not much different than you and I. We are all capable of achieving great things and becoming great people along the way as long as the right amount of dedication, work, and a little bit of luck is put into play. Today, I am super excited because it's not every day I get to have on not only one of my closest friends, but one of my all-time favorite mentors both in life and in business. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a recent Audible I just finished called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. In this stunning new book, Malcolm Gladwell takes us on an intellectual journey through the world of outliers, the best and the brightest, the most famous and the most successful. Here he asks the question, what makes high achievers different? This book makes you think about successful people differently. For me personally, it reinforced the thinking that any one of us can achieve success as long as the proper amount of work consistency and a little bit of luck are put into play. Now, I'm so grateful to see how many people have been impacted by this podcast, so I want to do something to reward our loyal listeners. So, we will be running a challenge where I'll be giving away $50 to a random winner. All you have to do is leave the Len Jones Party of Two podcast a review on iTunes and share the podcast on your Instagram story while tagging my Instagram at Len Jones. The winner will be announced at the beginning of the following podcast episode. Now, let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. John Melton is the president of My Lifestyle Academy. He is one of the most distinguished home business experts and lifestyle coaches inside of the network marketing industry. Him and his wife, Nadia Melton's story goes like this. After spending years building their business using traditional methods, John and Nadia realized that the cost they had to pay was too high and it was taking a toll on their family. This led them to explore and develop various online marketing strategies to become seven-figure earners while working from home and spending a ton of time with their children. Over the past two years, their organization has brought in over $50 million in sales. And just last year, their team has brought in close to 8,000 new social marketers and over 114,000 new customers. All of this business was being built through social media. I have personally worked with John inside of my network marketing business for the past four and a half years, and I've learned so much from him. So I highly recommend you have a pen and paper ready to take notes during this podcast. In this podcast, John and I discuss how to use Facebook Messenger and how it can save you a ton of time. Facebook groups in this new community as a service model, the playbook for crushing building your business online, and a good detailed look of how network marketing has changed over the past decade. As always, you can watch this podcast with John and I live on YouTube. And so without further ado, episode 67 with the legendary John Money Melton, let's jump into it. John Melton, everybody. He is in the building. What up, man? What's going on, Ian? Excited to be here. Every time I see your face, I get fired up about my future. I get excited about <laughs> potential. You have this way of just rubbing off on people and in a way just to spread those, those, the energy. You're always on. You're like a hamster just running on that wheel. You don't stop. You build your own electricity, man. It's crazy. It's true. I was just interviewed on another podcast and I said, uh, she's like, you know, what's What's, you know, the, the, the thing you do when you wake up in the morning? And I'm like, you know, I, I can't say it's just like this one thing that I do, but she's like, you know, how do you get so you know, excited? And I'm like, I'm just super competitive, super passionate. And I just want to go, go, go. As soon as my eyeballs open up in the morning, so does my passion, so does my excitement. And uh, sometimes it's hard to turn it off. So 
yeah, I'm always fired up, jacked up, and excited. And I think ultimately it's, uh, it's a major key when, you know, you're interviewing all these ridiculous, phenomenal entrepreneurs, people that are just crushing it in all things. And then you have also interviewed people that have other passions and interests. And most of them, they just love what they do and they're really into it. And it's, it's easy to show up every day with motivation and fire and excitement when you love it. And, and I think that's the big problem with a lot of people, man. They, they're doing something just to pay the bills, just to make money and just survive. And they have this, this you know, uh, limiting beliefs on what can be done and they live a life of mediocrity and they're frustrated by it. But truthfully, it's because they're doing something they're not really fulfilled doing. And when you're excited about what you do, like you probably love doing these podcast interviews because it's something you're passionate about. You love, you, first of all, you love people. I'm the same way. And you love sharing stories, getting to know people, pulling out all the goodness. And it's just something that when you, when you find something you love to do, man, it's easy to find the motivation to do it. If anything, it's hard to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. The human connection is the most powerful thing that, that keeps us excited in living, right? You know, you make yep. it to the top of the mountain and you're by yourself. That's a sad, sad, lonely mountain. I mean, meeting people and connecting good people and just being surrounded by good people. That's that's what it's all about. And the journey right. is about building those relationships and, and it doesn't happen overnight. That's the thing I've learned from you is planting seeds, man. I mean, you've been one of the best planters of all time. They call them farmer melting in the building, you know? <laughs> You're an agricultural specialist when it comes to lead generation and staying on top of things. You understand that the process of, of obtaining a sale or obtaining a new customer or client doesn't happen in the first go. It takes six, seven, eight, nine, ten follow-ups. And you're playing the long game. And because you're playing the long game, your business is out of control these days. And by out of control, like, you know, you have it as under control as humanly possible and scaling and making moves. So what can you tell us a little bit about, you know, building that evergreen lead generation system? Well, it's, it's a great question. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's everybody's got their thing, right? Everybody has the social media platform that they love the most, or uh, they have their own style or personality. And, and for me, I figured out years ago, and, and it's interesting because I was terrified of public speaking. But once I got over that, which by the way, took years, and I still get nervous, but not the way I did back in the day where I'd be nervous and just not do it, right? So uh, it, it's interesting how something you're so afraid of, you actually end up being really great at. And I got really great at public speaking and, you know, I would close out training sessions. I'd be a keynote speaker for this event and that event. And, you know, I just got so comfortable with it and, and sharing my story and cracking jokes. And I would always have a really great way of getting my point across and having great analogies and, and just, you know, having the energy and the fire in front of the room. So when video came around, I was a little hesitant at first because I'm like, <laughs> the heck am I going to talk about in video, but it was like the hot thing back in 2012. Everybody was talking about, if you want to build a personal brand, you got to, you got to do video. And, and most of them were doing blogs, uh, YouTube, you know, they, they weren't using social media. And for me, I, I felt like Facebook was kind of my, my hub, right? That was, that was the place where I was spending most of my time, uh, at all the social media platforms. Obviously back then there weren't as many, uh, but I started doing videos and it was February, 2013. I uploaded uh, five one minute videos because I decided I was going to be a vlogger. So throughout that first day, literally recording just random things, random thoughts, uh, five videos that day. And that's how it all started for me. And then of course, uh, Periscope came around, uh, Facebook live came around. So we started doing not just videos, but live videos. So for me, it was, it was figuring out that one platform 
where I, where I wanted to spend my time, where I wanted to connect and network with people. And I realized that I, I, I really, I genuinely love people and especially people that, that I have a good time talking to, right? You and I always have a good time when we chat, you know, people that I'd want to, you know, do life with, I'd want to go out to dinner with them. I'd want to hang out with them. I'd want to spend time with them. People like that. It's like, I want to get to know them. I want to keep that relationship because I looked at it this way. Number one, I was planning on being in network marketing and being an entrepreneur for, for many years. I've already been doing it 18 years. So, so when I got online, it was, you know, six, seven years ago. And I was online before that, but I started specifically doing videos six or seven years ago. And I realized that I'd already had people that I'd built those relationships with offline or, you know, through phone conversations and different things. And a lot of people didn't join me right away, right? Even in the mortgage industry, I was in mortgages for four years, right? You call up a client, a potential client, you know, do your best to take an application and, and, and offer them something. But a lot of times just the timing wasn't good. So you'd follow up and follow up and eventually they would, they would, you know, do a refinance with you or they would, uh, you know, do their, their purchase through your, your company. So I knew that I had to play the long game. I knew the value in relationships and networking and all these things. And, and social media just made a lot of sense because in the, back in the day, for, for your listeners that have been in the sales and marketing game for a while, in order for someone to stay in touch with you or you stay in touch with them, you'd have to call them, right? Maybe email was, was a little more popular back then, I guess. Uh, maybe text messaging, but it just, it was hard to stay in touch with people, right? So social media made a lot of sense because you could put out a piece of content, put out a video, and somebody you had talked to in the past might come across that video and they go, you know what, I need to connect with John. I need to reach out to John because I think I wanna know what he's doing. And especially when they see you creating results. I don't remember who I first heard it from, but they said, you're not really selling the thing, you're selling the result that the thing will give you or give them, right? So people saw us getting results, they saw us crushing it, and not just crushing it, but we were crushing it online. We were crushing it from home. We weren't doing the three-way calls and the home parties and you know, driving here and driving there and out every night where someone else is putting our kids to bed. And, and I knew what I was excited about. I knew why I was excited about building online. Other people started waking up to it. And it's been a crazy last five, six years because our personal brand blew up. Our network marketing business blew up, right? We started making six figures a month and then multiple six figures a month. And we started to realize the power of, of building a personal brand, leveraging social media. It is not easy. It does not happen overnight. Anything worth anything doesn't come easy. But to me, it was worth putting the effort and time into building a network online. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I'm going to be doing this a long time. And the fact that I can build a, a global network, I can have people, literally, I have people in my inbox from Africa, India, different parts of Europe, all over the US and Canada, Brazil, South America. I mean, it's just so cool that you can literally have connections, right? People can listen to your podcast from literally all over the world. So crazy. And, and, and there's so much value in being a virtual preneur and, and, and showing up every day is, is almost at this point, it's easy for me because I have so much on my mind, so much to share, and I just want to make a difference. I want to make an impact in people's lives. And I think uh, when you show up on social media with, with, you know, value first, right? Lead with value, lead with storytelling, lead with inspiration, lead with, with, with helping people, serving people, the, the money will, will come naturally. It does take time. I'm not denying that. I'm not, look, I put a lot of sweat equity in to build what I've built, 
online as well as when I built my businesses offline. But oh my gosh, has it been worth it? Yeah, man. And that's exactly why I partnered up with you four and a half years ago, because you have been able to do so much of the heavy lifting and building a, a community. And that's yes. one of the hardest freaking things to do in the world. And especially yeah. inside of the direct sales field, it's such a free for all. You know, people can join and they can get started and they can go absolutely berserk in a good way, in a bad way. And you got to really be able to contain people. When you work for yourself, you can earn an uncapped commission. You got to really be able to tame the beast and make sure everyone's playing nicely. And both of us have had experiences in the past where that did not happen to the T and definitely lessons learned there. But your ability to get all of these different groups to work together is amazing. And I'm very interested in, in what you can kind of talk about how do you get people to work together when they don't directly receive compensation off of each other, but they're all involved in the same deal? You know, it's a great question, man. You, you ask great questions. It goes back to value. So just the other day I had one of my leaders reach out to me and she was like, Hey, you know, I'm looking at, at, at collaborating more with this other sideline leader. And, you know, we want to run some, some campaigns together. We might want to run a group together and support one another and I'm like, absolutely, because think about it. They can both help each other come up with ideas and strategies, uh, mastermind together, uh, work their teams together. There's just strength in numbers, right? Especially when you, you, you find power partners that are on the same page, right? People that, you know, they, they, they hold your feet to the fire, uh, you know, and this is, this is the big reason why you all should start building your personal brand because we all have our own unique message, story, perspective, style, personality. You know, my personality is I'm a go, 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 freaking, you know, bulldozer, like all day, every day. Like I love what I do. And, you know, my, my personality is going to attract people that are, that are like me, right? I'm going to find people that are on my wavelength that, you know, have a similar uh, mindset as far as like building businesses and stuff like that. But but there are some people that I also turn off. Like maybe I talk too fast or I have too much energy or, you know, they really want a female to work with or they want to work with other moms or they want to work with someone that's younger, older, different ethnic backgrounds. The bottom line is I want collaboration. I want people working together. I want to create a community, like you said, a, a, a culture where everyone wants to support everyone. Everyone's high-fiving each other and, and, and it does create an environment. Number one, it increases your retention. Number two, it creates an environment where people want to share. They want to help each other. And it's not about compensation. It's about collaboration, support, encouragement, working together to accomplish similar goals. And they can relate to each other because they're kind of starting at the same pace, same place, right? They're, they're building their businesses where my business, you could almost say, is already built up right? My business is already quite significant. You know, our organization did over $40 million last year. So, so someone that's, you know, just, you know, billing maybe 50,000 a month, right? Their billing isn't that huge. They're going to relate to and want to run with someone that's kind of at that same place and wants to go at that same pace, like I said. So I think it's, I think it's really important that uh, you build that community. If you're trying to build an online business, community is everything. Yeah, people stay for the community, people pay for the community. And one emerging market right now that's going to really blow up in this next decade, which I'm very excited to keep an eye on, possibly explore, and just overall uh, just get deeper is this community as a service model, the CAAS. Yeah. 
this model where people are actually paying to be involved inside of a community. Now, this yeah. is a really interesting thing because whatever field you're in, online marketing, uh, Amazon, drop shipping, Airbnb, direct sales, communities are the new thing. We are on our phones all the time. And where right. are we going to be hanging out on our phones? We're going to be hanging out in groups and communities. So these Facebook groups are really exploding in the future. What can you kind of tell about what do you think the future of, of, of that business model? Well, membership in general is huge. I mean, look at Disney Plus, look at Netflix, look at all these new, you know, Hulu and all these new membership sites that are coming out because they, they're like, hey, if we can get, you know, 100 million people to pay $5, <laughs> right, per month, it's $500 million. Like, they get it. And, and, and we, we should see that and acknowledge that because, you know, I mean, the, the reason I got involved in network marketing 18 years ago, and, and I know, same for you, Ian, when you got started, it was, we wanted freedom, Right. I want to live the dream. I want to travel the world. I want to, you know, have a laptop lifestyle, wake up when I'm done sleeping. I want to have freedom and flexibility to do what I want to do when I want to do it with whoever I want to do it with. And I, I think if you get into a community with other like-minded people, right? I mean, it's like you said, we're all busy. We're always on our phones, which is in some ways a negative, but it's also a positive if you get inside of a community of people that are all on the same page, even though there are different city, states, countries, different time zones, but everybody has a has, has a, a a a similar reason or purpose for being a part of the group, and it's just awesome to work with people inside of a group, and and everybody's helping everybody, and that's that's the big reason Facebook groups have gotten so big is because it's a community, and it's not just a uh, like a business page or like an Instagram account where it's like the only person that's really putting value on the page is the, the, the person that, you know, runs the account, right? It's the influencer, you know, et cetera. And with, with Facebook groups, everybody should participate. Everybody can help one another. You can ask questions in the group. You could, and actually, I, when I'm talking to people that are wanting to identify like-minded people, they want to generate leads, they want to, they want to you know, find people for their business or products, especially in network marketing, I'm like, listen, jot down three things that you're into. Like, I'm a Baltimore Raven fan right? I'm into business and entrepreneurship, network marketing. Uh, you know, there's things that I'm into, right? I'm a dad of a travel baseball player, right? Those are things that I'm into. And then what are three things I'm really passionate about, right? I'm, I'm really into, uh, you know, making money online. Like I love online marketing. And again, back to, you know, network marketing is something I'm passionate about. So there's things that, that I'm into, uh, my professional background, uh, beliefs that I have. So why not get into Facebook groups, get into these communities, not to sell and pitch. Don't be a, a spammy Stanley rolling up there as a Spamela Anderson trying to sell your stuff. You're just going to get kicked out, right? But if you're in there to, to build genuine relationships and network, I mean, way before Facebook groups, there was networking groups, right? And meetup.com is still a website that people use. You know, you have meetups and, and you do uh, networking in your local marketplace this is just giving you unlimited marketplace, right? I can literally network with people all over the freaking world in these groups. And you don't just join the group. And I say this all the time. It's fascinating how few people do this. But you go into uh, provide value in the group, right? Like introduce yourself when you, when you join a new group. Do a little introduction post, how excited you are to be there. Get to know the members inside of that community. It's the same thing when you're following hashtags or you're following a specific you know, business page, you know, start connecting with and engaging with the people inside of those groups or that follow those hashtags or are following that page because 
they're interested in what you're interested in. They have a similar background to you or they have similar interests. And man, those are the people you want to connect with. Those are the people that maybe you don't do business with them right away, but you build that relationship, right? Friends first, business partners later, customer later. Because now, because they like you and they trust you and they know you're not a psycho, right? Now they're like, okay, what else does this person do? What else are they about? They check out some of your Facebook videos or they check out some of your Instagram stories or some of your TikToks or they listen to your podcast. They watch your YouTube. They're like, dude, I like this guy. Like, what is he selling? What is she selling? And it's amazing what that can turn into. And then, of course, you start tapping into their network of people. You start tapping into the people that they know that don't know you but they know the person that now trusts you, follows you, and that person is now sharing your content, sharing your stuff, and that's, that's basically how we started building a personal brand, It's just showing up every day, and then we would get these, these you know, we would have all these fishing poles out there, right, with our content, uh, with our network, and then we'd get the people that wanna work closer with us, or they wanna learn more from us, then we would get them into our Facebook group, which is how we actually built an email list with tens of thousands of people, is by having people uh, opt in to our email list to join our private free Facebook community. And this was back in like 2014, we launched that Facebook group. And that's when we really saw the power of Facebook groups. And obviously since then, we've you know, started lots of other groups as well. But it's, it's powerful, man. And it's, it's not just the now, it's the future. Yeah, building that network, building that community. There's so much ways to leverage it. And you guys do a great job teaching other people on how to do it which has yeah. been another really big skill set you you and your wife Nadia shout out the Russian hammer have been able to do and create and and be able to do not just build a business but also have a training program along with it which is very yeah. unique it's a very hard thing to do and very few are able to accomplish it uh, but you do a very good job at it i, I want to bring up this time when we were in on our recent trip to um where were we just in? It was, was in Nicaragua. It was uh, Costa, Costa Rica, Rica and Nicaragua. Yeah. Oh, Costa Rica. And I remember I was looking at you and you just got off stage. You just, you know, presented in front of a thousand of the biggest leaders in the company and you're all up there crushing it, looking fly. Everything's great. And I went up to you and I was like, man, I'm looking across and I'm seeing all these badasses. I'm talking like really intelligent, smart networkers making, uh, you know, in the tens of thousands of dollars a month range, you know, they're crushing it in life. But then there's this John Melton who's just soaring above all of these people. And it just kind of clicked to me. I'm like, dude, you're not talking about the ingredients or the, the, the fillers or all the different things inside of the things. You're not talking about all the little micro details. You're talking about the pretty much the most basic stuff, but you're hammering it consistently. Yeah. You're just targeting these pain points. Yeah. And it's like people ask me, can I get involved in direct sales? Can I get involved in sales? It's like, when I see you, I believe I can because it shows yeah. that I don't need to know everything. I just need to right. know the basic things. I want time freedom. I want to build a bigger business. I want to work for <laughs> myself. I want to be freedom motivated. What, yes. can you, what can you talk about that bigger thinking that has, eight, yeah. has allowed you to attract such badasses to your team, right. your business, and to your life, and then focusing on the pain points? Yeah. Well, you, you kind of already said it. I mean, I know their pain points. I'm speaking their language. And they're like, yes, 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 yes. He's right about all of the above. I need to talk to him. I need to get to know him more. I need to understand how he's doing it. See, I learned something a long time ago. When you're putting out content and you're, you're, you're you know, showing up, building the personal brand, you do, you, you do talk a lot about what you do. Talk about what you do. 
and the value behind it and the benefits and why you do it and, and, and what's possible. But when it comes to the how-tos, you talk about what you do, but you don't talk about how you do it until someone reaches out to you or they opt in to, to one of your courses, right? They, they, they buy something from you to learn more and have a deeper dive. And, you know, I, I think for me, I just, I understand the importance. And, and it's interesting because I think I actually learned this from just being in very old school companies years ago is that they weren't all that sexy and appealing and they weren't hot companies, but they just mastered the mundane and they focused on the basics. It was all about the new person having success, focusing on new people. And then of course, as you move up the ranks and you think you're like a big shot and they would always humble you. They're like, dude, you're, you're, stop buying your impress. Like, yes, you're making a lot of money. Yes, you're doing well. But number one, don't forget where you came from. So you're always relating to that new person because you rode the struggle bus. You, you had to climb up success mountain and you know, it was a son of a bitch and you almost died many times. But now that you're up there, it's like you said before, it's like, what's the point of getting to the top of success mountain and you're up there all alone. Right. And I think this is why you see a lot of like millionaires, billionaires, celebrities, pro athletes, they get hooked on drugs, drinking, uh, they commit suicide, they have mental disorders. I mean, it's really sad, but they don't have the personal development. They don't have the, the, the people they trust around them. And it's, it's a lot of ego. It's a lot of, uh, you know, cattiness. And I felt like I wanted to be with people that wanted to level up, wanted to support one another, wanted to go out there and crush it and make money together. And all that's great. But you got to focus on those, those money-making activities and focus on the basics. And I'm nobody special, man. I mean, I dropped out of community college. You know, they say leaders are readers. I can't remember last time I read a book. Like, that's just not my, that's not my personality. But the one thing that I do know is, is what moves the business forward, what moves the needle in. I know how to help someone that is wanting results, whether they're at the, the basic beginner level, they're at a mid-level, or they're, they're at a high level. And they're making tens of thousands a month. I mean, I've got those people in my inbox just as much as people that are brand new because the people that are brand new, they can't relate to me anyway. Right? They're intimidated to reach out to me. They think I'm too busy or whatever that looks like. I'll get a leader reaching out to me that's making 50000 a month, and they want to get to 200000 a month, right? And, and, and they're struggling because they're overwhelmed. You know, it's funny. I was, I was talking about this in the last podcast. It's like, you know, we work our faces off to be successful in whatever we do, right? We work really, really, really hard, and still so few make it. And then even when you've made it, New levels, new devils, right? You become a major league baseball player and you think you're a boss and you don't even get playing time. And then you finally get playing time and you actually produce. And now you are just this freaking animal. You're a beast. You hit 50 home runs. You get this huge contract and your name's Chris Davis. And Chris Davis last year set a record for the most at bats without a hit. He set a hitless record. He had one of the worst seasons in the history of major league baseball and professional freaking sports by an everyday player. Yeah, he's making millions of dollars. I'm sure that makes him feel somewhat good. But dude, let me tell you something. New levels, new devils. If you think making lots of money and having all this success is going to make you happy, you are, you are so far off. And the reason I love spending time with you, Ian, is because it, Nobody would know if you're making millions or you're broke as a joke because you're just so positive and uplifting and you have such a great perspective on life considering, and you're, you're so young too, 
But considering you haven't even been in network marketing or being in business that long, you're so ambitious, you, you, you'll approach anybody, talk to anybody, and you have this positive perspective on life. And it's like, that's who I want to be with. That's who I want to hang out with. Because I know that money is not the end all be all. To me, it's, it's happiness. It's, it's uh, uh, purpose. It's, you know, honestly having vision for what you want to accomplish, but also having gratitude and being grateful for where you are. And I, I think ultimately it's, it's surrounding yourself with people that just, you know, they, they, they are optimizing life, right? Nadia is all about optimization and in our business and, you know, honestly, just in life in general, like we're always optimizing and implementing the things we learn, the things that, 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 that we want to accomplish, but we're also very careful to pace ourselves. And, and actually, I'd like to touch on this because I think sometimes we get comparitis and we compare ourselves to other people that are out there crushing it. It's like you see Ian with his podcast, you want to start a podcast. Then you see, uh, you know, Tanya Eliza and she's crushing it with YouTube, right? And then you see, you know, John and Nadia and they're crushing it with Facebook and Facebook Lives. And you feel this, this overwhelm because you feel like you got to do it all. And first of all, I don't have a podcast. Yeah, we're, we're doing more on YouTube over the last year or two, but for a while there, we weren't even messing with YouTube. The point is, you got to focus on what's most important to you because we all have a different definition of what, what success means to us, right? Ultimately, there's a whole lot of successful people out there that are not happy. They're not fulfilled. They actually despise what they do. So what's the point of having all this money and <laughs> setting the hit list record, right? And I don't want to knock Chris Davis because I'm sure he's trying to get out of that horrendous, god-awful slump he's in, but he literally is one of the worst players in the history of baseball making millions of dollars because he had a couple good seasons. So the point is, I think all of us need to get some clarity on what's most important and just focus on that one thing. And until you get that one thing cranking, you got that dialed in, don't get overwhelmed. And by the way, typically the overwhelm is because we put ourselves in an overwhelmed state, right? Because we think we need to do all these things and we think we should be further along. We have these crazy expectations for what we can accomplish. And I just think we need to check our egos and uh, your ego is not your amigo and just try to do one thing really well and focus on that one thing. Like Ian, when, I don't see you doing Facebook lives all the time. I don't see you messing with Instagram all day, every day. Your focus is your podcast and your network marketing business. Like, you know, you know what's most important and you know what, what, what gets you juiced up. And I think it's just so important for all of us to get that clarity, especially with it being a new year, new decade, really get clarity for what's most important, what makes you happy, what you're excited about, and don't overwhelm yourself thinking you've got to do it all because it ain't going to happen this year or even in five to 10 years. Pace yourself and be patient with yourself. Yeah, there is so much you just went through that you, I'm going to have to listen to that again because there's just off offline. We're going to talk about some of those things because we can't get through it all. But, you know, I recently did a podcast with Bradley and he talked about something about the core. Like, what's the root of why you're not pursuing your passion? Like, what's the root cause of why you're not making moves? And it all comes down to this one word, confidence. You know, you're yep. not building confidence. And his method is, number one, forgive yourself. You know, forgive yourself because the fact is, is you've been forgiving. You've been apologizing to so much people your whole life, but you just never apologize to yourself. Like, talking mm -hmm. down on yourself. How many people do that? I do that all the time. And I'm like, oh, damn, like my bad, Mr. Jones. Like, it's, it's all good. I apologize to you because so you are what you think you are. Like, that's yeah. what's so crazy. Like, you can believe yeah. you into being anybody you want to be, you know? We can literally think ourselves into depression 
we can think ourselves into anxiety. You're, what you think about, you bring about. And we got to really, like, you ever done the, uh, the test? I remember we did this years ago where you have like two plants and you speak life into one, you speak positivity into one, you speak negativity and death into the other. The one plant dies and the one plant is, is thriving. And it's, 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 very, it's very interesting how powerful our, our mindset is, how powerful uh, our words can be. And confidence is absolutely a major issue. Confidence coupled with belief, like, is it worth it? Am I worthy of success? Do I deserve, like, what the hell? I'm going to do a video. What am I going to talk about? Who's going to watch me? I'm going to make a fool of myself. And the only difference between successful people and unsuccessful people, successful people, they embrace the suck. They're like, I suck at this. I suck at that. Some of these things I don't care that I suck at. I, I, you know, I, suck at, I suck at waking up early. I just do. So I don't care. I just don't. I don't get, like, you, early bird catches the worm. Okay, I, I believe that. But I think also if you stay up late enough, you can catch the worm before the guy that wakes up. My point is you have to figure out what works best for you. And I think once you have, like you said, the confidence that what you're doing is worth it and you're excited about it, I think it, the belief, when the belief is there, it's like so easy to sell. It's so easy to promote. It's so easy for me to go live. It's so easy for me to have conversations with people because I've been doing it for such a long time that the confidence is through the roof, but I'm also humble enough to remember and know what it took to get here and know how to relate to that person that struggles. Like, I, I don't like laugh at that person. I'm not like, God, what a loser. I'm like, hey, I, dude, I, I was a loser. I remember what it was like to, like I said, ride the struggle bus, you know, feel like, am I ever going to have success? Uh, that imposter syndrome set in where you're like, oh my God, everybody's going to find out I'm a fraud. I've got this freaking team now. Like they're asking me questions. I'm freaking guessing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. So, so there's all that stuff, but it's, it's, it's right in between our ears. So anyway, I can go on a tangent about that all day. <laughs> yeah. And that tangent exactly is, is what I wanted to expand on because the, the point I was trying to make with the whole building confidence thing is that is what has really made a big name for you inside of this online marketing world and inside yeah. of your community. You teach people how to build their confidence through things like Facebook Live. Like you push people through these goals, through these targeted approaches where you're literally saying, hey, look, let's do 30 days of live every single day and you got to do it no matter what. You want to talk about your crackers? Talk about that cheese, girl. Whatever you put on that crackers, you're going to talk about it. It doesn't matter right. what you talk about, you, but you got to do it. And people come out the other end feeling super accomplished. A great example is the twins, Casey and Kylie Thibodeau. Check out the I'm just thinking about that. The recent episode with the twins, they started, I believe they started one of your courses and they did like a 30 day challenge and then they went 60 days and 90 days and hundred days. They're almost at over a thousand videos later in a row. Consistency. Obviously there's two of them. So that helps a little bit, but what's your excuse? Can you talk about how you build confidence through these challenges and how people can yeah. use challenges to build their organizations? Yeah, that, that's a great question. I think anytime you suck at something or you're new at something it makes sense that you're not good at it so people will say you know i'm not good at video it's like okay well how many videos have you done they're like well none i'm like well then obviously you're not good at it like were you good at a sport before you played it like no right like most of us are not natural at anything uh so <clears throat> you just you just have to say okay again clarity what's most important what am i looking to accomplish for me, I found that I wanted to accomplish building a business online. I wanted to, you know, it wasn't even that I wanted to build a business online, Ian. I wanted to build a business 
from home. I wanted to stop doing the meetings because I had, I, Nadia and I, we got married at a young age and we also had kids at a young age. So I had my son who's now 15. I can't believe it. But, you know, we had him at 23, right? We were 23 years old. So I started feeling like a bad parent when my kids started going to kindergarten. And then we had my daughter, Christina, four years after Dylan. And, uh, you know, you don't feel that bad when you're at home all day with the baby and, you know, nap time and all these things. And, and, but when they start going to school and Dylan's getting off the bus, we're meeting him at the bus stop, walking him home, but we're already like dressed, ready to go. We, you know, spend a little time with him, but then it's like we're out the door going to do home meetings and we're doing that night after night. And I just realized that, you know, I got, I've got to figure out a way to work from home. And eventually, of course, we figured out, you know, using social media. And the big thing was, was doing videos, right? Putting out content. And even though I was afraid and know, didn't know what to talk about, I knew I was going to have to figure it out because it was either that or just go back to having a job and being a mortgage banker and, you know, basically quitting network marketing, which I didn't want to do, but I didn't want to do meetings anymore. So it was like, I knew, and you know, this is again, back to clarity. I knew what I was willing to do, what I was willing to sacrifice and what I was absolutely not willing to sacrifice anymore which was my health, my well-being, my family, that's priority. Again, especially as the kids got older, you start to really realize like, man, this time is flying by. Like, and I, I, had some, I had a lot of uh, uh, older leaders on my team too, which I remember some of the conversations they would have because we were all working really hard together and they had you know, teenagers or preteen and they would tell us, man, time flies. Like, you will be shocked. You'll look back and go, wow, that was a blink of an eye. Like your kid is only going to be with you for 18 years and then, you know, maybe 20, maybe 22, but then they're gone and that's it, right? And you're going to either be glad you spent the time you did or regretful that you didn't. And that's, to me, it was just like such an eye opener. I'm like, dude, I need to, I need to figure this, this game out. So uh, we started crushing it with video. Then we started coming up with challenges. Uh, video challenges. Now it's our, our 21 day video and prospecting challenge. And we challenge people to do those money making activities, which is there's two things that are very important if you're building any business, especially a network marketing business. It's prospecting and marketing. Prospecting is a proactive activity where you're proactively reaching out to people to see if they're open to take a look at your product or opportunity. And then the other piece of it is the marketing. So how cool would it be? You have a conversation with someone or you reach out to someone and maybe they get back to you, maybe they don't, but then they see one of your videos, they see one of your Facebook posts, whatever, but preferably a video, they watch the video and they reach out to you. And that's where, man, I got so fired up about attraction marketing and attracting people to me, people that wanted to work with me, people that wanted to buy from me, they wanted to learn from me. And it, it was amazing because basically the conversations I was having, that was like me planting seeds, which is what you talked about, right? And then the watering of the seeds was me building my personal brand and sharing my story and showing up every single day. Now, and by the way, it doesn't always have to be a video. I know some people, you know, they, they don't like doing videos every single day, especially women. So sometimes women will tell me, hey, look, you know, it's easy for you guys. You just roll out of bed and just do a freaking video. But for, for ladies, you know, they want to like, you know, do their hair and makeup and all that. And I get it. But even if you just start a weekly show, you just commit to once a week, you're doing your weekly show. Like we have Money Monday. Every Monday at a certain time, we do our, our Money Monday broadcast. And for the whole week, that might be the only video that Nadia does because we do it together. Uh, for me, I like doing more videos. She doesn't you know, care about doing that as much. But you, know, you just got to figure out what works best for you so that you show up. And preferably, you're not just winging it. 
and talking about nothing. Preferably you have a topic, you know, you talk about the twins, you know, Casey and Kylie have a, have a topic every single day and it's always something inspirational. It's always something uplifting. And, and that's what they decided they wanted their brand to be, but it started out with that challenge and they decided to continue with it where there was other people that were in that challenge. Not only did they not continue after the challenge, they didn't even finish the challenge. They didn't even do the full month of videos. So you just have to figure out what matters to you, what's most important, and how can you accomplish that? And for us, the best way to do it was to do videos. And then we had so many other people that wanted to learn from us. They wanted to learn videos, what to talk about, different headlines and, and topics, and uh, how, to, how to you know run the video. Like, how do you, how do you, you know, start it off? What's the introduction? Uh, how many tips should you share? How long should it be? Uh, how do you close it out? Like all these different questions. How do you generate leads doing videos? So we created the 21-day uh, video and prospecting challenge. It started off being 30 days, uh, but we realized for some people that was a little much. So we, we narrowed it down to 21 days because they say 21 days to create a habit. And it's interesting how uh, I remember when I didn't used to work out hardly ever, and now I feel weird when I don't work out, right? Because it became a habit. It's part of my routine. Uh, same thing with videos. Same thing with building my network marketing business. Same thing with just about anything that we do. At some point, we built a habit, and there's good habits and bad habits, right? I used to smoke cigarettes. When my dad died of a heart attack, I decided to quit smoking. I was done. When one of my best friends from high school, who him and I used to party a lot and drink a lot and do drugs and different stupid things, he got really hooked on drugs. When he relapsed, he committed suicide. I quit drinking. That was 12 years ago. Never drank again. So for me, I got rid of some bad habits because my, my purpose and what I wanted to accomplish was way more important than, than these, these god-awful habits that, quite frankly, I think most people, if you were to ask them, like, do you wish you could eat healthier? Do you wish you could exercise? Do you wish you could quit smoking, quit drinking, quit your, most of them would all say, yes, I wish I could, but I can't because, you know, for them, it's, it's this addiction, it's this routine, this habit that they formed, and there are ways of creating new habits. It's not easy, but my God, is it worth it? And thank God we started doing these video challenges because we've got people like Fallon Zoe who's built this super successful uh, online business from doing our video challenge in the very beginning. Julie Burke, who I think you may have interviewed her on here before, right? Julie is phenomenal, right? She's a mompreneur, just a boss, a business partner of mine. She started out doing our video challenge. You know, I remember when Bob Heilig, finally, after Nadia nagged him for so long for a whole year, he finally started doing videos. Back in the Periscope days in 2015, he did a video every morning at 8 a.m., built a multi-million dollar business, Danelle Delgado. Nadia was drilling her about doing videos, built a seven-figure business from doing videos. And, you know, again, they all have kind of their own style and their own path of how they got there, but it started with videos. It started with building a personal online brand. Yeah, the personal brand, baby. There it is. It's the future. And that's why you're listening to this podcast right now. Maybe. Could be one of the reasons. But I got to commend you. If you are still listening to this podcast, you are one of the few. You're one of the few that will stick out and continuously grind and listen to a piece of content long enough to allow it to seep in and soak in. I liked what John said. He said, leaders are readers. He ain't no reader, you know, but he damn sure is a leader. It's like you, everyone's going to be different. You've got to just find what works for you. You got to you know, build your own values and live by your own values. I recently did this brand exercise uh, with my good friend, Dan, and we we're talking about, you know, what my brand is and, you know, what are my brand core values? And no one's heard this yet. So it's fun to talk about. And it's like, basically, you know, what, 
if you could epitomize yourself and how you want to show up every single day in three words, what would it be? And what we came out with is the first one is optimistic. Optimistic. Mm. I want to be someone that always looks at the, like the cup is, is half full. I always see the, the bright side of things. It's possible. Yeah, global warming is coming. Climate change is coming. But it's possible. We can change something. Like it, it, there's, there's solutions out there. And the second one is passionate. You know, I feel like I want to be a passionate person. I want to be shown as a passionate person. I, I love my friends. I love my people. I love my team. I love my mentors. I, I'm, I'm a love. I got a big heart. You know, I, I'm all about that heart, the Len heart. You know, it is what it is. And yeah. lastly, human, human, mm-hmm. like being real with people, you know, just being upfront. And I still struggle with this. I know everyone struggles with this because yeah. you don't really want everyone knowing all of your secrets. Like I almost have like an issue with some people that say everything about their yeah. life because it's like, yo, okay, what's good? Like, you know, that's yeah. a red flag if I'm ever dating. That's a little TMI person. right there. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, be careful if that's in the spouse because everyone's going to know what you did wrong every single day, you know? <laughs> but in general, you just got to constantly work on those core brand values. And I think we do that every single day. Every new yeah. person we meet, every new prospect we find. And we're building this business, man. I'm so excited for 2020, what we got in store. We're actually going out to Anaheim, California in three weeks. So I'm going to see you there. Yes, One sir. of our biggest conventions to date. And uh, That's a hop, know, skip, and a jump for you. Hop, skip, and a jump, baby. I'm taking an Uber. It's, a, it's an nice. hour, but I'm taking the Uber. Oh, but, you awesome. know, let's talk real quick about building a part-time business. And because yeah. a lot of people are full-time and, you know, yeah. they don't have the time to build a part-time business. So right. can you kind of explain a little bit about maybe using something like network marketing or affiliate marketing to start creating yeah. income on the side while you only have a few hours in the day? Yeah. Well, you know, I actually did a video, uh, a, a blog that we turned into a blog uh, probably a couple months ago. And it's been one of our most popular, most shared blog posts and Facebook live videos. And it was about working your business 60 minutes a day. Because so many people, that is, that is a struggle, right? They have a full-time job, full-time career. They work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And, you know, when you get off work, maybe you're tired. Maybe you uh, don't know what to focus on. You feel inundated with, you know, what you got going on. And I, I think ultimately the neat thing about network marketing, specifically network marketing, is there's a system in place, you know? And, and sometimes we focus so much on peddling the product and pushing the opportunity and of course, the compensation plan matters. How do I make money and what do I do every day? But this, this is all encapsulated with the system. The system is what I focus on promoting and selling. And you, know, you, you kind of touched on that earlier with you know, how we attract so many quality leaders. And I think one of the things that they were all attracted to is the system that we have in place. And it's a system that is as, as simple and as duplicatable as it can be. And by duplicatable, because that's like a buzzword in network marketing, it's that people can plug into a system and it doesn't matter what their background is. It doesn't matter if they're from Yale or jail. It doesn't matter if they're 18 or 88. It doesn't matter if they've had experience or no experience. Ultimately they can plug into this system and learn how to market, how to promote the products, how to talk to people, what to say to people, how to overcome objections, uh, what to, what to promote on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, uh, closing scripts, follow-up scripts. We have trainings on, building your customer base. We have everything in place so that someone can plug into that system and create the results that they desire. And I think that system is, is so key and you don't have a system necessarily when you're starting your own thing, right? There's a lot more risk, a lot more overhead, 
Uh, most of it you have to figure out on your own. Don't want to knock traditional business owners, right? I have some traditional businesses and investments and different things, but there's just something about network marketing that's just so unique. And it's, it's, you know, kind of similar to the franchise model, right? People used to be super skeptical of franchises. Like, think about it. Back in the day, someone says, hey, uh, you like my restaurant. You like this idea. Give me $500,000 and I will let you use my name, use my system to create success. You can imagine why some people were skeptical. And there probably was some shady companies out there that ripped people off and took advantage of them. But today, franchises are responsible for more than half of the business revenue in the world. And uh, long story short, you look at McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, right? You think of any franchise, right? I'm sure all of us are thinking of different franchises. They have a system, right? You know what to expect when you walk into Starbucks. I can order the same latte in California that I can order in the UK, and I will get the same, the same tasting drink just about, right? It might be a little different when you go to other countries, but for the most part, right? You walk into McDonald's, you're getting the nasty nuggets, I can't remember the last time I ate at McDonald's, but it's a great example because everybody knows Mickey D's and they're literally all over the world. And the truth is they have a system. So for me, I love bringing people into network marketing, especially if they've never done anything entrepreneurial and they're wanting to get into that world. I mean, that's how you were introduced. That's how I was introduced to business ownership and entrepreneurship was through network marketing. And the neat thing about network marketing is even if you don't make a lot of money and it doesn't end up being something that you're, you know, you're, you're passionate about, like, like myself and you are, it doesn't matter because you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn about, you know, business ownership. You're going to learn about mindset. You're going to learn how to run a business. You're going to learn how to, how to, how to manage your emotions and, and how to talk to people. And you're going to learn sales. You're going to learn marketing. You're going to learn social media marketing. Uh, you're going to learn how to lead other people if you build a team. And there's just, there's skill sets that you learn in network marketing that you just cannot put a price tag on. Real life experience without the real life risk. Traditional business has a lot of upfront money, uh, monthly overhead to run the business. And the truth is, what is it like? Three to five years to turn a profit for the average business and 90% of them never make it that far. Three to five years to get your money back and most of the companies that are started don't make it that far, 90% of them. So that's why people invest in franchises because there's more of a guarantee, but it's a lot more upfront money. You gotta pay a lot more royalties. It's a lot harder to make a lot of money when you are buying into someone else's franchise with network marketing. The sky's the limit. There's really no limitations because ultimately it's sweat equity, right? It's putting in sweat equity, putting in the time. I mean, dude, I still start new teams all the time. I'm still in the trenches building. Like I am obsessed. I found the thing I'm good at. I found the thing I enjoy. There are other things I enjoy, but there's very few things that compare to my network marketing business. You know what it is too? I just love my people. I want to just help them. I want them to win. I want them to make money. I want them to smash their goals. And the only other things that I like more than network marketing, quite frankly, are, are obviously, you know, the things I do with my kids and my family. Obviously that's the top priority. That's the thing that I love most. Um, you know, going to my son's baseball games, you know, hanging out with my daughter, like all those things are amazing. Um, but when it comes to business, like I've done a lot of different businesses, dude. I, I mean, we have an insurance agency still, you know, I've done a ton in real estate. Uh, I've, I've, you know, dabbled in all things, online marketing, affiliate marketing, course creation, masterminds. I mean, we've done it all. I just love network marketing. I love the community. I love the personal development. You have to actually become a great human 
Like you cannot be successful in network marketing and then be at home kicking your dog, you know, yelling at your kids, yelling at your wife. You like those people don't last long in network marketing. They might do well in traditional business. They could be a jackass. You can't be a jackass in network marketing. You have got to be a great person because people will read right through it and people don't want to follow someone that doesn't treat others with kindness, with love, with support. You know, it's, it's easy to put a front on social media. We know some people like that, right? We know some people that put on a front on social media, uh, but the real deal, if you were actually to partner with them and work with them, you would realize that they don't have a vested interest in you. They don't really give a crap about you. They just want to make themselves look good. They want to make themselves money. And for me, it's like, I want to work with good people. I want to work with good humans that have big goals, big dreams. And I also am one of those people that I, I'm, I'm not going to push anyone more than they want to be pushed. I let everybody kind of go at their own pace. And I think it's, I think it's important to be a part of a network marketing business, even if you're just in it for the experience, just in it to make some extra money, just in it to network and meet great people. The, the, the lessons and the, the personal development alone, hands down worth the investment to get started in the home-based business. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my buddy, Cody Kearns, he, he created a pretty successful company called I Come Up. And he was talking to me that he actually joined a, a network marketing company simply just because he wanted to connect and network with all yep. these badass entrepreneurs to then, you know, get them into his completely separate, you know, Instagram business. You know, that might be a, you know, malicious way or however you see it of joining something, but Hey, you know, that's a great way to network. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great. Way I to mean, look, if he, pr if he produces and he brings people to the table, you know, I mean, if he's literally joining and doing nothing, then yeah, that would be a little, <laughs> be a little yeah. awkward. But if he's like, Hey, I'm actually going to build it, but that's not my focus. I mean, dude, I more power to you. I think that's awesome. And the truth is the people inside of that network, they'll want to follow you. They'll want to buy into you. If you're creating results. I mean, I can sell just about anything I want to my network. Why? Because they trust me and they know I wouldn't sell them a piece of crap. I wouldn't promote something I don't believe in. And when you have that type of loyalty and trust from your network, your audience, I mean, especially in a, a, a little bit of a cutthroat industry like network marketing, the relationships that we've established and the trust that we have in the community, it's, it's not easy to create that type of trust and credibility inside of a, a space like this, especially as an active network marketer and an active trainer and coach. But, you know, we've done a pretty good job of it. And I just, I just love it, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I feel very good when I can go out there and help people with this profession, like it's something very fulfilling. And I think when, when those of you that are listening to this or watching this, when you find that thing that, that, that gets you juiced up, when you find that thing you're good at, something you really enjoy doing, like you gotta go all in on that. Don't get caught up in all the other BS, just go all in on that thing and get really, really great at it. And the other opportunities will be there later on. So John Melton, Mr. John Melton, if you could go back in time when you were say, eat 17 18 and you were that punk kid fighting people drinking smoking cigs whatever weird bad stuff you were doing back then and you could have said to yourself maybe one two or three things that would have just you know saved you a ton of time uh headache heartache and money whatever it is what few things do you think you would tell yourself that would have just helped you so much throughout life you know it's interesting because i feel like those things were said to me which is why i got straight early on like I had mentors I remember this one lady uh she said to me because I said uh we were we were actually drinking we were drinking after a meeting and we were out at the bar and, and she was one of the, the top dogs that like she flew in like she was like a baller and she was real aggressive which is my personality right she's just a total red shark just that type of personality very talented very charismatic in front of the room and I had a couple of drinks in me and I said I said what do I got to do to make a million bucks 
And she goes, you really want to know? Come here. And she was shorter, a lot shorter. And she like, you know, pulls me and she goes, take out your effing tongue ring, take out your effing earrings, go buy some suits, work your ass off every day. That's how you make a million bucks. And I was like, damn. So I did it. Got rid of my tongue ring, got rid of my earrings, bought some suits once I made some money <laughs> and I worked my ass off. And that's been 18 years. Another mentor in that company said, excuses are results. Are you giving me an excuse? Or you give me a result. You can't do both. Because I was a very excuse-oriented person. I had tons of excuses. I'm too young. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good at public speaking. Uh, I don't have a big network. My people don't have money. All these things. And she's just like, excuses are results, dude. Like, there's someone worse off than you that's doing better than you. There's people out there. First of all, there's always someone doing better than you. And there's always someone doing better than you that were worse off than you when they got started. We all start somewhere. So it was, it was really having that mentorship. So honestly, find a mentor, find business partners, find people that can pour into you because it's, it's hard to put a price tag on uh, accountability. It's hard to put a price tag on mentorship and having someone that has a vested interest in you, which is again, why I like network marketing, right? I hope you make money. I hope you win. I win. You fail. It's a waste of my time too. Yeah, that's it. Accountability is, is one of my core goals for 2020. You know, making sure someone's holding me to my goals because it's just by yourself. It's too easy. We got the iPhones, man. I'm getting surrounded by cute dogs and, you know, stupid stuff that is just taking my attention away. Uh, maybe cute not stupid dogs. in the moment, but, you know, an hour later, you're like, ooh, what just happened? An hour right. of my life gone. Goodbye. Right. See ya. So right. with that said, man, we appreciate you as always. You know, you're, you're uh, a huge mentor, a good friend, friend first. We, <laughs> I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. It's going to be awesome. Um, is there anything uh, that you would, uh, you'd want to share? And I, I want you to please mention how anybody that's listening to this broadcast can catch more of you, maybe follow you on social media, anything of that sorts. Yeah. I mean, if they want to uh, look me up on Facebook or Instagram, uh, John Melton, just real easy to find, or they can go to my website if they want more network marketing specific or online marketing specific training, mylifestyleacademy.com. And uh, keep listening to Ian's podcast. You got to share this with everybody you know. You know, he interviews some legit people. Like, like he interviews people that most people could not get on their show. So he's not playing around. We out here, man. With that said, I'll see you soon. Thank you, everyone, for watching. As always, you can watch this show live on YouTube. Seeing the visual sometimes keeps you engaged. But if you're on the run, what up from your AirPods? All right, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.